0: The H-1B visa program was designed to help American companies bring in foreign workers with special skills, but the program has come under criticism because it is increasingly dominated by outsourcing companies, many of them based in India, and often bringing in low-level workers. During his campaign, Donald Trump vowed to end the use of H-1B visas as a, quote, cheap labor program. Now his administration has taken several steps in conjunction with this week's opening of the annual application process. They include increased inspections to combat what the administration calls fraud and abuse. And the Justice Department issued a warning to U.S. employers telling them not to discriminate against U.S. citizens. With us to talk about all this is Caitlin Weber. She's a government analyst for Bloomberg Intelligence. She's here with me in the one studio in Washington, and Ron Hira. He's a professor at Howard University. Um, Caitlin, uh, give us just a quick overview of this program. Who is being brought in under the program uh, and who is bringing them in?
1: So the H-1B highly skilled visa program is really the U.S.'s flagship uh, program for, for specialized workers. It's capped pretty strictly at 85000 per year. Um, about half of those positions go to computer-related positions, computer programmers, systems analysts, engineers. Um, I think when most, most Americans think about this visa program, they probably first associate it with companies like Google, Apple, but in reality it's these, um, these companies that are much less familiar to America. Americans like Wipro and and Tata Consulting Services that are taking up the bulk of these visas, um, at least for the last five years or so. And what's even more controversial is that for those India companies, you know, most of their employees in the U.S. are on these visas. And the type of work that they're doing is they're going into banks and, and other uh, large firms and essentially outsourcing IT departments to uh, the H-1B workers. And so that's really where a lot of the controversy has focused uh, in recent years.
0: Ron, uh, do you agree with those criticisms of the program? Does it seem to you that it's gotten off track and and, and been uh, too heavily uh, tilted towards towards those outsourcing Programs or outsourcing companies?
2: Well, I think it has gotten off track. I mean, the intent of the program is a good one. The intent of the program is to bring in a guest worker, an H 1B worker, when you can't find an American, uh, and then to also bring in highly specialized workers. And so those are kind of two key. Uh, elements here. First, the highly specialized. In reality, the way it's used, you don't really have to be all that specialized to qualify and be eligible for an H-1B. Essentially, what you need is a a bachelor's degree. Uh, And there's lots of people with bachelor's degrees. So the, the hurdle isn't very high. The threshold and criteria is not very high. And then secondly, there's no requirement to actually look for American workers first. And then the third element here is that firms can legally pay way below market wages for these uh, workers, and so there's a huge profit uh, incentive, and in it. it's extraordinarily profitable to bring in an H-1B worker to substitute for uh, a, U- a U.S. worker or even to replace a U.S. worker.
0: Caitlin, let's talk about what the administration is doing and start where wherever you want. What, what do you see as, as the most significant step that they've taken in, in the last few days?
1: So I think the warning yesterday from the Justice Department that came um, to coincide with the opening of the the lottery warning against companies discriminating against U.S. workers was really uh, novel and interesting. Um, It it follows after um, the Attorney General, Jeff Sessions, in his confirmation hearings, talking about how he senses that there's fraud and abuse in this program, that he has a sense that large users of the program, including publicly traded companies, are using it to offset U.S. workers. Um, So I think that the intent of that was to put companies on notice. It comes at a time of, I think, a lot of unease for, for these companies, these these that really rely on the visas. I think it's not as far as they thought the administration would go, but I think the timing of it, of that um, that warning, and then also the the enhanced guidance that came out on Friday, also on the eve of the lottery, that essentially requires companies to prove that their entry-level programmers are indeed, indeed have highly specialized skills. I think the timing of the release of, of, of those two actions is intended to, you know, to put companies have noticed that they're going to tighten the screws here, that they're really going to be paying much closer attention to these applications than maybe we've seen in past, re- in past administrations.
0: Ryan, how much of an impact do you think that that warning, and I guess it's just uh, just that, a warning, uh, uh, not something, not a legal action that's being taken against anybody, but how much of an impact do you see that as potentially having on, on companies?
2: Well, I think it remains to be seen, and a lot of it has to do with whether uh, companies uh, are complying with the laws or not. Uh, If they're not, then then it could have a major impact on on those firms that aren't complying. But for the firms that are complying, uh, this is fine. In fact, this is exactly what the tech industry has been asking for, which is stepped up enforcement. Um, And, you know, in terms of the discrimination, I don't know what the legal, uh, you know, Rules are and criteria uh, for for discrimination, but if we just look just on the surface, some of these firms have tens of thousands of workers in the U.S. Uh, and virtually all of their workers are on H-1Bs. So you imagine that this is these are firms that are very large. You have 30,000 workers here, 80% of them are. H-1B's. You have almost no U.S. workers, uh, and almost all of those H-1B workers are from one country, from India. So it, it, it certainly looks like there's um, patterns uh, of preferential hiring going on within these firms. And it, it's always struck me as being a bit odd that that they were able to to sort of meet all of the the laws and rules and 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 do that and behave that way.
0: We will pick up with that thought in a moment. We're talking about the steps the Trump administration has taken uh, involving the H-1B visa program, uh, cracking down on firms that it sees as abusing that program, which is designed to bring in highly skilled foreign workers. Our guests are Ron Hira of Howard University and Bloomberg Intelligence, intelligence Analyst Caitlin Weber.